0: Welcome to the Whiting Podcast Series, Safety Always. Dan Glasso is with us today to talk about HAZCOM and answer some questions that we commonly receive. So today, Dan, I guess the first question that I'm gonna have for you is, what is HAZCOM?
1: Thanks, Tara. Um, Hascom is the Communication of Chemical Hazards to Employees. Um, it's also known as the Right to Know Act. Uh, Whiting has a HAZCOM program that each employee has been through and should be familiar with. Uh, it's Whiting's responsibility to ensure that each employee understands how to handle the chemicals safely, how to interpret what the chemical labels say, and then how to use the safety data sheet or SDS.
0: Okay. So you talk about an SDS and that's a common tool that we use in the field, uh, for identifying, uh, hazards of chemicals. Can you tell me what's on that SDS or what can be found on the SDS sheet?
1: All the information you need is really on that SDS. Um, They'll have a product identifier. That's a name or number that's used for that hazardous chemical. It makes the chemical very easy to identify, whether it's on location or if you're trying to look it up in the book of SDSs. I also have a hazard statement. That's a statement assigned to the hazard class and category that describes the nature of the hazard of that chemical. Uh, This section may use the degree of a hazard. For instance, uh, warning means less severe, danger means more severe. Then there'll be a precautionary statement. This phrase that describes the recommended measures that should be taken to minimize or prevent adverse effects resulting from the exposure to the chemical or improper storage or handling. The SDS will also tell you the proper PPE to use with each chemical.
0: Okay, Dan, we also see a lot of chemical labels in the field. So can you give me some information about what is on a chemical label or what information needs to be on a chemical label?
1: Yeah, it's the job of the chemical manufacturer or the distributor to ensure that each container of a hazardous chemical leaving their workplace is labeled, tagged, or marked. And it should basically have, you know, the information have the product identifier, a signal word such as warning or danger, the hazard statement. Uh, you'll cover the pictograms um, coming out in a future email, an information alert that will tell you what each pictogram on that label will mean. They'll have a precautionary statement and then we'll also have the name, address, telephone number of the manufacturer and just information on where you can find an SDS if needed.
0: Uh, one of the things that we come into contact with is damaged labels uh, or damaged uh, signs, things like that in the field. Uh, what, what do we do if we can't read a label because it's damaged or it's gotten kind of roughed up because of the weather?
1: So it happens quite often, especially, you know, our stuff that sits outside. Um, If the label is removed or destroyed, um, we need to get a new label, you know, with the necessary information on it. Sometimes that might mean reaching out to the vendor and having them put a new label on it. Um, We need to make sure the labels are legible. They need to be in English. Um, I have seen where some of them go bilingual, but the English is the number one must have on it.
0: One of the other issues that comes to mind when we talk about chemicals is that we have a lot of chemicals that come in large amounts and so sometimes we have to use smaller amounts what about the transfer of a chemical to a smaller container
1: yeah this is something we see a lot in the field you know we buy our product in bulk you know so the best example this would probably be methanol Um, we buy it in bulk and we transfer it into our blue methanol cans which we use you know to methanol many sites the cans are big some are smaller but for the most part they're hard to use So our blue cans should always have a label on them that say methanol. The smaller containers that we fill with our blue cans, you know, whether they're the plastic jugs or whatever, is fine if we use them for immediate use. So if we are loading methanol from our blue can into a plastic jug and we are using that jug until it's empty, we do not need a label on it. But if we are gonna store any type of methanol or chemical in that jug, it has to have a label on it. Um, bottom line is if you're going to store it, it has to have a label. Um, if you do have methanol cans without a label, reach out to your H&S coordinators. Uh, we have stickers that can go on to the cans or the plastic jugs if you need to store it. Um, one thing that always comes to me about the labels is we had a crew that was working out in the field and it was a hot day and for some reason they were storing antifreeze in a Gatorade bottle. and Sure enough, a guy got thirsty and he saw the Gatorade sitting there and he grabbed it, opened it up and took a big chug of antifreeze. Now that bottle was labeled other anything other than Gatorade. Hopefully he would not have done that. So the labeling is a very important part of it.
0: So we've been using the word container a lot today in our conversation, Dan. What exactly is considered a container in our daily tasks?
1: Yeah, we just went over like small containers, but now we'll talk about the other types of containers such as tanks or production equipment. Uh, Whiting is a company that produces crude oil. Therefore, we must label all our tanks and production equipment with the same standard as our chemical vendors. That is why we put our stickers on our tanks and production equipment that have all the information required on them, the pictograph, um, all that information that's on there.
0: Thanks, Dan. Uh, In closing today, just a couple things we want to remind everybody about. An SDS must be kept for every chemical we have on Whiting property. These are available to all employees, and you can access these SDSs on the Whiting SharePoint page under EHS. Old safety data sheets must be archived for 30 years after use of a chemical being discontinued. And we also do an annual review uh, to make sure that we have all the updated SDSs that we need. If by any chance you start using a new chemical in the field, please let our Health and Safety Coordinator know so we can assure that we have the proper SDS uploaded in our system. Thank you for joining us today and hopefully you have some more information regarding HazCom.